0: Hello, and welcome to Plotress. As always, this is Meg. This is Lane. And today, we're going to be talking about No Good Duke Goes Unpunished by Sarah McLean. Now, this is the third book in the Rules of Scoundrels series. Yes. Uh, And we're doing, I guess, a special Rules of Scoundrels month here, just so you know.
1: Yeah, if you haven't picked up on that, we've done the first two, and this is the third. Here's the third. Um, So, this one is um, about what's his name temple about temple so he made brief appearances in the first two rules of scoundrels book because he is the third co-owner of the fallen angel casino Yes,
0: the third co-owner so as you i'm sure have guessed by now these books are about the owners of the fallen angel casino gaming and hell Did gaming the casino i you know i don't know what they call it. i don't remember okay but it is i mean it is a casino it is a gaming hell it is that's what it is. A
1: shelter for wounded women. We'll get there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think we already got there, because that's what, that's what uh, Cross does. Oh, yeah. I guess he... Wait, so we, you guys know... You already know that. that okay. Cross Cross takes care of all the women. Yes. But what does Temple do? Temple is the fighter. So,
1: apparently, when they started this casino, they needed someone with social connections, which we will get to in the next book. Yes. They needed someone who was an expert on gaming. Which is Chase. Somebody who's got the books in order, which was Cross. Cross. And somebody as the enforcer, and that's Temple. Temple. And so not only is he like a traditional bouncer figure, but they have a deal that if anyone wants to have their debts forgiven at the angel, they can face Temple in the ring. Yeah. Temple is undefeated. Yeah, and
0: if Temple loses, then his opponent, it gets all his money back, everything. Yep. Or whatever he uses collateral, because it's not always money. Sometimes
1: it's information. Yeah. But that's collateral for entrance not for gambling that's true so that's how they've gotten all these secrets of everyone in society so uh, let's get right to it all right so
0: as usual the book jacket a rogue ruined he is the killer duke accused of murdering mara Lowe on the eve of her wedding with no memory of that fateful night temple has reigned over the darkest of london's corners for 12 years wealthy and powerful but beyond redemption until one night mara resurfaces offering the one thing he's dreamed of absolution a lady
1: returned mara planned never to return to the world from which she'd run but when her brother falls deep into debt at temple's exclusive casino she has no choice but to offer temple a trade that ends in her returning to society and proving to the world what only
0: she knows that he is no killer a scandal revealed it's a fine trade until Temple realizes that the lady and her past are more than they seem. It will take every bit of his strength to resist the pull of this mysterious, maddening woman who seems willing to risk everything for honor and to keep from putting himself on the line for love. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I guess that's kind of it. I don't know. I don't think it's a great book jacket. I think it sells her short. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has the essentials, which is... He has been accused of murder by her. She comes back. Well, uh, murder of her. Uh, yeah, her murder. She comes back to
1: life, so clearly he didn't do it. That's, that's, the, ba- that's that, the outline. That, those are the basics. Um, so the random number we generated for our personal descriptions was eight. Yeah, so
0: here's mine. Big boxing juke marries the woman he murdered. So you spoiled a lot with that. <laughs> what can I say? Look, did, No, I did not. I spoiled like nothing with that. Did you read the book jacket? Did you think they weren't going to get married at the end? i don't know if i had been holding my breath (laughs) i I know now i personally think that there were zero
1: spoilers in those eight words but (laughs) fair enough all right so mine is 16 year old fakes death to avoid marriage ruins lives i mean both of these
0: eight word summaries are accurate yes so
1: um so overall what did you think of this one
0: I'm going to be completely honest. I think this is probably the weakest of the series. Okay. In my opinion. Um, I, I, I read it. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember much more. So this is going to be a really back and forth conversation. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> what, what I, I know. I do remember more and we're going to talk about it and I will be able to contribute a lot. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> without thinking, if someone said, hey, what about this book? I'd be like, Ugh, Think it was okay, you know? I think, for me,
1: the anchor that drives the story, this this connection they had in the past on the mm-hmm. night that he believes he killed her,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is really weak. Yeah. And her reasoning for handling it the way she did is really weak. So it yeah. prevents it from being all that romantic for me. Yeah. Because I'm just, I don't buy the entire setup. I mean, that's, I guess that maybe that's my issue
0: too, is... Yeah, I, I don't really get why either of them acted the way they did. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like neither of them, there's the situation. So, okay, so, sh- so basically she, she's going to get married to his father. Yes. And the day before the wedding, she lures him into a, an inn, an inn chamber, a, with, like, the promise of sex. No, I don't think it's an inn. I think it's the house, that, it's her room. Oh, for, I don't know why I thought it was the maid a comes inn. in and says this
1: is the
0: I guess Duchess's so. room. Yeah. I guess. Anyway, she lures him into the room with a promise of sex, but he, but he doesn't know who it is, so that's the right. thing. Right, it's, it's like, like some girl he met in his own. So if they house. went to the Duchess's room, don't you think that he would, like, know? Anyway, whatever. He doesn't know who it is. She, he, she lures him in there. She's trying to convince them that he just ruined her. Right. She also didn't know that he was going to be her stepson. So she didn't know who he was, and he didn't know who she was either. So he lures her in. She's going to, like, somehow convince them that she never had the intention of of faking her death. Uh, But what she did want to do was fake her ruination and then her disappearance. Right. Right. And so in the tradition of many a fine romance novel, how do women prove that they've been ruined? With... Blood. blood. And so she puts, like, tons of blood in Several the room. Several pints of pig's blood. Like, lots and All lots over of blood. the sheets, all, all over, over the place. him, all over the room. And runs away. And then later finds out that everyone assumes he killed her. And he was drugged. So that's why drugged. he doesn't know what went on. Yes, he, she drugged him as well.
1: So he wakes up. I guess the drugs worked better than they should have. Yeah, With he, no memory except of this woman on top of him the night before. Mm-hmm. He wakes up and gets caught in
0: this bloody room and he just assumes that he actually did kill her and yeah. then somehow got rid of the body and then came back and, and, then slept, came back in her and blood. slept in her blood So like basically <laughs> the entire thing doesn't make a ton of sense. Right.
1: And even she runs away gets like first of all she was real into him he was real into her. Uh-huh. The simple solution here would have just like uh, just do it. Have sex with him and run away. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, like, here's the other thing. If she'd just been ruined, mm-hmm. you still think he would have, like, she thinks he's going to have time to get away or whatever. But, like, I don't understand how that achieved anything. I don't like, really. I, because her family would yeah. still probably look for her. I don't like, get it.
0: Well, and the whole thing, too, is she, came, she comes from this terrible, awful, awful family situation where yeah. the, her father beats her. So, right. so, speaking of sexual violence, like, they're, they're not sexual violence, but, but violence, violence against, against women. women. That is in existence in this book. And that is the entire reason she runs away. Also the reason why she doesn't want to marry the Duke because she just assumes that he's going to... Be like her dad. Be like her father. But so Temple spent the last 12 years from the night this happened. 12 years, guys. 12 years. Just
1: like self-flagellating and repenting yeah, for... feeling bad
0: for killing someone that he didn't... You know, can't be 100% sure that he actually killed, but...
1: But he's like willing to believe he did. Yeah. And so his whole thing he is... Can't he can't be sure he didn't he won't face her brother in the ring yeah. to get his de- brother's debts forgiven. Right. Because he, like, doesn't feel like he should.
0: He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't feel, yeah.
1: So one night, basically, it turns out, spoiler alert, the brother didn't just gamble away his own money, he'd also gambled away hers, and mm-hmm. she's now running an orphanage. She's running an
0: orphanage.
1: You have to be that altruistic.
0: Yeah, in London. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, if you're gonna fake your own death, why come live in London? But, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what I don't know. I don't
1: know. At one point, apparently, she was in Minerva House, which is from the last series Sarah McLean did. So these are all independent series, but Sarah McLean does something to tie them all together. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway,
0: she was there. So basically, quality of the book, it's not poorly written. It just doesn't make, like, internal logical sense. Right, and so inherently the things that they're justifying
1: to each other about their relationship... I mean, he clearly resents her for leaving him to hang all these years. Yeah. Yes. And she...
0: Feels complicated toward him for reasons. Yeah, I mean, she feels guilty for having done it, but she explicitly says if I had to do it again, I would. Until the end, when she does well, say she wish she'd found another way. Right, right. But she still is like, and here's the thing she was, what, 16? Yes. So she was young and really stupid. So there are certain aspects that I could definitely see happening. So she was really young and really dumb, and like, this is the only way she could figure out to get out of the situation. Okay. That much I get. She's not that young and dumb anymore. Like, there could have been many a time. She could have written a letter to the newspaper and said, I'm Marlo, I'm still a lot... Like, there are a lot of things she could have done. Right. But she didn't.
1: She could have reached out to him privately. She could have... She also yeah. claims, like, clearly she didn't think he'd get accused of murder. Yeah. But this she didn't try to change anything yeah. when he was. So anyway, it's all very
0: yeah. confusing and convoluted. And then there the other part. So there were some there were a couple parts that really bothered me. I guess we're like jumping to offensiveness here. Yeah. So there were a couple of things that bugged me. First of all is the fact that I mean, okay, the fact that she drugged him when she was 16, I could maybe forgive because again, young stupid does really stupid things. She does the same thing again when she she finds him. She reaches out to him. Right. She's explaining her. Like, so the what trade she wants is gonna to be do. she's
1: gonna come out and publicly exonerate him yes. if he forgives her brother's debts. Right, like, like that's the one to one.
0: And she drugs him, like she preemptively drugs him before they even have this conversation. She, she puts drugs in his drink. Right. right. Um, they have this whole talk, and then he collapses on the floor, and she leaves. She covers him with a blanket because she's not evil. I guess I guess <laughs> and she leaves I mean personally just drugging someone in my opinion is not forgivable right so I did not that offended me I was offended personally by that it's just it's clearly her
1: M.O. I just it's it's hard for me to get where these two characters have anything going for them other yeah. than being really into each other yeah Um. but so the best part about this book I think you kind of start to see behind the curtain of the fallen angel, the yeah. gambling hell, and you see the women's side of it, and yeah. she befriends the madam. Yes. And so the madam, like, leads her back, and so she's always in, like, the women's viewing chambers. This is definitely the best part of the book.
0: Yeah. Because the the men of the gambling hell don't realize that there are, are women members. Yeah. And there's an entire, so there's this entire... Section of the hell that is off limits to the men they don't know about. It's all secret passageways and right and like secret viewing areas, what, and... like one way mirrors. Yeah, or two, uh, whatever they're called, two way mirrors, two way glass, whatever. Glass. I don't. You can see ever. it's the yeah. You know what you know what we're talking about. So they so all the women watch the boxing matches, which are supposedly you know off limits to to women, and they watch from behind this glass, and so. Absolutely the best part of the book is she's back there, she's watching, and she gets this. And she needs to go out there, so she throws a chair through the window and goes. And climbs through the glass. I mean, it's definitely the best part of the book. 100% great. Yes. Loved it. It was great. It was super fun. And it all has to do with her brother, who's like really shitty. Her brother's a major jerk.
1: Major jerk. And he only plays so much of a plot, and I kind of appreciated Sarah McLean using this as her device here women can't have bank accounts in their mm-hmm. own name. They couldn't have, So the only reason she's had to maintain her relationship with her brother right. and give him access to the money, knowing he can't be trusted with it, right. is no one else knows she's alive, and women can't do any of it in their own name. Right. Yes. This is true. So I thought that was really interesting. Like,
0: yeah, it was a good plot point. With it like, was. You know, if
1: there's a reason to
0: have the brother around, is a good reason. You know? Especially
1: given how like one-dimensionally garbage he was. He's total jerk. Total garbage person. So a lot of the novel centers around this boxing ring. Yes, a lot of, a, a whole lot of the novel, a lot of the novel. You see several of his fights. You see lots of fights. The first time they get explicit is in the boxing ring. Uh-huh, which is covered in sawdust also,
0: so gross. And, like, blood. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for me, not sexy, but. Well, and also, like, maybe have you so been maybe to a boxing gym? They smell gross. They smell pretty bad. I mean, but he, I don't know if he, does he practice there? Or is it just for fights? I don't know. In any case, I'm sure it smells like sweat, blood, sawdust, and that's where they get it on. And then it's also where he ends up getting stabbed.
1: Yeah, he gets stabbed. And then this is where the novel veers into the hurt comfort trope. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets stabbed, and they have to take him back and um, clean him up, and and sew him up, and fix him. And And no one trusts Mara. No one trusts her. She and
1: her brother were in on this, and she. Is the reason he
0: stabbed yes yeah she yeah they, they believe that Mara is the 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 reason he stabbed and the only person who trusts her is him so Temple does trust her and he's like I don't want her to leave I want her with me the whole time and Penelope and and Penelope Lady Penelope who's married to Cross, cross. no yes yes sorry she is married to Cross ha. <laughs> um anyway and she, we also have this
1: fun trope that I've seen a couple of times, where women from this era knew more than doctors. Oh yeah, of course. But no women, one would listen to the women. Women
0: know way more. Leeching
1: is horrible and everyone should have known it.
0: Yeah, and they all figure it out. But and all they, the
1: doctors are trying to insist yeah. on the leeching.
0: And the women are like, no, get out. I know. He, this was his last, his, his his last request of me and I will not let you cut him.
1: His death will be on my head then. You go. Yeah, you
0: leave. Then, which, of course, works, and she, she nurses him back to health, and that's, that's when they start to kind of trust her, the rest of the gambling right. family. But then once he starts to recover, she,
1: one, loses her pretext for being at the hell all the time, mm-hmm. and two, he's going to make good on his promise and force her to come out mm-hmm. to society. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't actually other than the hookup in the boxing ring, which, like, wasn't bad, but which the ambiance was just distracting I mean, personally, for me. I just... I, I don't I, remember any I'm of the other hookups. I'm not into Oh, she, they made out before she drugged him, but, like... That's gross. They made out before she drugged yeah, him. Yeah, she
0: drugged him. <sighs> yeah, just very much like, oh, yeah, Rufy's makeup, that's so hot. It's not hot. FYI. No matter who's doing the roof. No matter who
1: roofied who. Like, it's gross. He also... There's a bunch of other things mentioned in passing. Like, he got really tattooed. Yeah. In his repentance. But, like, one, it's never really described
0: what he did or why. It's just mentioned a lot. Did he get, did he has tattoos? I guess it's, like, part of the, like, he's big. Oh, so here's, so here's another, like, big hulking. Brute of a guy. Brute of a guy. Who has a reason to, because he's a boxer, I guess. But, but yeah, that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And he's super tall, like, super big, too. He's not just, like. Fit. Fit. He's, like, big. So. Eh. Not not much is made of it, I will say that much.
1: Yeah. Okay. You also had a good point um, about... So Chase is the mysterious head of
0: this whole thing. Yeah.
1: Spoiler alert, Chase is book four.
0: Um, <laughs> no, yeah. But that's not... I mean, that's not the big spoiler, which we'll get to in the next book. But um, Chase
1: kind of is the keeper of all the secrets. And as we've mentioned, the club members pay for entrance with right. their secrets. And so apparently... Chase is known all along, Mara's alive, yeah. and the implication is that's what her brother used yeah to get into the Angel. Yeah. So well, we have no idea why Chase kept it I temple. have no
0: idea. If they're supposed to be such good friends and, like, such good, you know, whatever, not just... They're, like, not just friends. They're friends. They're business partners. It's, like, a very codependent relationship between these four people. Yes, and,
1: like, they're the only ones who know each other's secrets right. until they meet their until partners they meet their, in these together. books.
0: But so why did Chase keep the secret? I, I still don't understand why the secret was kept. Yep. Um, I thought I had an idea why, but that is disproven in the next book. So my thought was that Chase had a child who was with in her orphanage. Okay. Because her orphanage is made up of illegitimate children of the, the nobility. The nobility and aristocracy, right. And so that's what I thought. Um, but nope. nope, that is not the reason why Chase... There Chase. is no reason, and it's very no, complicated. There's, there's absolutely no reason at all. I guess Chase is like, I guess like, I never knew you thought you blamed yourself.
1: But, but still. Just, everybody's really surprised yeah. that he thinks he might have done it. Yeah. It's really, I think, what drives a lot of the drama. But, like, he clearly
0: thinks he did, so. Yeah. And I, I feel kind of bad because we're really slamming this book. It wasn't that bad. And it like, really wasn't that bad. It was it was, it was was fun. It's the weakest in the series. Um, there are definitely some great scenes. Like we said, the the women viewing the boxing matches that we know was great. Really liked I, it. Yeah, I think we are being
1: more negative on this one than either of us felt just yeah. because the problem is fundamentally that the plot's a little weak. Yeah. But, like, it was really fun mm-hmm. and I liked the setup of these, like, exiled aristocrats.
0: Yeah, and I you know honestly like the someone from your past who did you wrong coming back to make up for it, I'm not offended by that idea. I'm just offended by the way it was carried out with a lot of drugging. With a lot of drugging. It's it was it's really the drugging, but like that really That really got to me. Yeah, the
1: drugging got to me less, but I think I was so confused by the overall plot and why everything was so insignificant.
0: <laughs> I mean, when the the first time he, she he was drugged, you know, like okay, okay and this is, this is terrible but I'm like eh you know like whatever but then when she does it again that's why I'm really like I thought she like learned from her mistakes and changed what she was doing and she I mean kind of did I guess but kind of didn't yep anyway uh, it's very fun I would not skip it like no. if you're reading the series and enjoying it like don't skip have it. at it enjoy it I, I think maybe it's also just that Temple is, is maybe the weakest of the characters I thought Chase was no, Cross. Whatever. Cross. cross was. Yeah. Well, they all have these... They're all bad boys who aren't all that bad. That's the thing. They're really just not that bad. Like, well, this guy...
1: He didn't did literally he didn't, didn't do literally anything. literally did nothing.
0: Literally did nothing. He was a little bit of a playboy. And, and that was, was it. it. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Like, he thought he was tumbling a hot maid. And then he got drugged and... and framed. And framed. So, like, absolutely did nothing wrong. So... You know, maybe that was it. Maybe I wanted a little bit of a bad boy in there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just wanted a slightly developed character.
1: The, you know what I mean? This think? needed just to have
0: a smidge
1: more. A little extra.
0: Yeah. But like, Why it, did they fall in love? Well, and they also
1: stay so devoted to their plan of making each other miserable. Right. Even after they're clearly in love with each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sarah McClain does some good banter. Mm-hmm. She's great at scenery descriptions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very immersive. Like... I just don't think in even her like her body of work that this one stands out to me.
0: Agreed. Yeah, it just... and Okay, so I guess that's where I want to go is that it's not bad. It just is not one of her better novels. And when we get to the fourth one next week, I think that's probably the
1: strongest in the series. I would agree,
0: yeah. I think so.
1: So this one might also suffer by comparison because I read three and four like in the same day.
0: Well, and I, you know, I read them all like the same week too. Because, you know, when, it, it, when you have a whole series out there and they're all there, like why not just read them? So I did. And then, you know, this one, it was, I was like, all right, all right, I want to get the chase. You know? Yeah. So, but overall,
1: if you like Sarah McLean and you like the Rules of Scoundrel series, you'll like this just fine. Yeah.
0: So as usual, thank you for joining us on Flutters. You can rate, review, and
1: subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast apps. If you have any recommendations, you can email them to plottris at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at plottris.
0: Yeah, and next time I think we'll be talking about the next one in the series. So, Rules of Scoundrels week continues.